This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by the Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. The field of genetic testing is changing rapidly. Medical geneticists and genetic counselors not only have a lot of information to keep up with, but the technologies and the tests available to patients have been increasing dramatically. These facts inspired a recent survey published in the journal Genetics and Medicine. Ricky Sukenik is a specialist in OBGYN and medical genetics at the Mayer Medical Center in Israel. Because we're in the midst of an exciting area, era in which uh, rapidly evolving genomic testing technologies are being implemented into the practice of medical genetics, we felt that it makes the practice of medical genetics on one side very exciting, but on the other hand, very demanding and very time-consuming and complicated. She says she and her colleagues suspected that many medical geneticists feel like they have a difficult time keeping up. In the past, she says she only had a couple of genetic tests to offer pregnant women. Today, however, there are a whole host of options, such as chromosomal microarray non-invasive prenatal testing. And all these tests are complex. It's hard to explain them. And also, if the, if the patient chooses to have these tests, then we have to analyze the test results and explain them again to the patients. The workload has changed, but the reimbursement hasn't. The effect is very clear, because if you, if you can... You could do a pre-amniotensis counseling in, I don't know, 20 minutes before or 30 minutes. Now you need much more time because if you need to explain it and if people need to understand, you actually have to teach them genetics in a very short session. You have to give them a short course in genetics in order to explain all these tests. So the face-to-face consultations take much longer. Uh, also, all the administrative works uh, related with all the forms be- being uh, that we ne- you need to fill, it's much harder. And then when the test results come back, you have to analyze all these test results and do the bioinformatics. And then again, talk to the patients, explain to them. Also, the counseling letters are much more, uh, much longer and more complicated. Sukenik and her colleagues prepared a survey that they sent out to medical geneticists and genetic counselors around the world. They received 151 responses. They asked questions about the amount of time needed for specific tasks and questions designed to help understand how each practitioner spends his or her week. They found that there was little variation among the respondents due to country or region. But what was a bit unusual were the comments they received. People were very emotional with their comments, and uh, we got very good comments. First of all, comments regarding things that we didn't put into our survey, such as uh, we didn't ask about adult genetics, we didn't ask about inpatient consultations, we didn't ask about uh, telephone calls to patients. So people uh, gave us remarks on that. So people wrote that it takes them longer and lo- longer time to do uh, um, patient-related work that is not face-to-face. People wrote that they work many hours at home and on the weekends, uh, and they cannot uh, squeeze the entire uh, workload into the eight hours a day or the hours they're supposed to work uh, in the hospital. People wrote, thank you for doing this survey. You must publish this survey, those kinds of, of comments. People also, some of them were really frust- frustrated, saying that it's nearly impossible to keep up and insufficient times allocated to give quality service to pediatrics or complex cases. All sorts of uh, very emotional uh, comments. Sukenik says that medical genetics has always been a time-consuming profession, but it's significantly more so now. Even before the, all these, these new technologies and the, and the complicated uh, issues that we have to deal with today, 
genetics was all, always different. It's always being about, you know, looking to all the details and all the history and the family history and the personal history and lots of, you know, information to gather and then lots of research and, and literature uh, reading. And so genetics was al always a time-consuming uh, profession. Now it's has become even more uh, time-consuming. Now, there are other medical fields that also need a lot of time to evaluate and to uh, diagnose and to uh, treat a patient. But most medical professions do not need that much time as medical geneticists. She says that, as this was the first such international survey completed, more research needs to be done to better understand how different genetic professionals spend their time. But, she says, the medical profession might need to evaluate genetic professionals slightly differently from other medical specialties. Because I think if there is a strong medical genetics department in a hospital, everybody uh, gains from that. The patients, the other doctors, the, the colleagues, the research, everything gains from having a strong and advanced medical genetics department. But if you just judge us by the number of patients we see and the number of uh, uh, or, or the amount of money we bring into the hospital, then we, we might not be appreciated as we should. Because I think genetics brings into the medical practice much more than just, you know, money and uh, testing. And she thinks any method to evaluate the success of medical geneticists should take these technological changes and time demands into account. Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by The Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.